right, how's it going, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Jamie or Kate podcast. Uh, today, I have Brandon. Uh, Brandon, would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm Brandon. I uh, sing and control. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's uh, that's awesome. I'm actually really excited to finally uh, have you on the podcast. I feel like I've been uh, chasing you for weeks. Yeah, man, I keep slipping away. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it, it's honestly like not a big deal. Like um, every time we had a reschedule, like I was never upset. I was just I'm happy to finally have you on. Yeah, no doubt, man. Sorry again for the previous attempts. <laughs> no, it's it's all good. Just uh, just happy that you're here. Um, I just want to like honestly, I met you uh, when I first saw your band control uh, a program. Uh, want to say that was that uh, Crime Watch show, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, the Crime Watch gig. Uh, so I here's a funny story about uh, that night. I showed up uh, early just because I wanted to make sure that I got a good spot in program just so I could finally see you guys live. And I walked into program and I saw uh, this guy tuning a bass. So I just assumed he was in the band because at the time I didn't know what any of you guys look like. So I just um, just walked up to him and I was uh, telling him how excited I was to finally uh, see you guys live. And he was just going along with it, just like, you know, having conversation with me about the band. I was <laughs> I was asking him about, like, when's the next gig? And uh, I was telling him, like, how I, like, I found out about you guys. And he was like, oh, cool. Just like totally like, you know, um, normal conversation. And I like left program to go to the bathroom at the Smart and Final. And I came back like right before you guys started. And I noticed that he wasn't the bass player. He was just uh, one of your friends. And he was just like off to the side <laughs> with like his digital camera. And oh man, yeah, dude. And I, I felt so stupid because I was like, I spent like 20 minutes like talking to this guy about control and he just let me believe that he was in the band and he just didn't have the heart to tell me that he wasn't even like in the band. Did you find out who it was afterwards? No, I I was too embarrassed to say anything. So I just kind of pretended that he didn't exist for the rest of the night just because I felt so dumb. Uh, I wouldn't even feel dumb. We roll with such a extended crew. Honestly, uh, he might as well have played bass that night. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, it was just uh, it was just so funny just because I, I couldn't get over the fact that he just didn't even mention that he was just there helping out, I guess. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah. I wonder the, who it was. Um, it was an Asian dude with like long hair. Oh, Jay. <laughs> oh, OK. No, yeah. In fact, uh, I actually uh, talked to Jay like about initially playing bass in the band so that's pretty funny (laughs) okay um how did uh, you guys actually decide to start control okay uh well control uh it's kind of been a long process the band's actually been around for um a while now uh me and caleb the drummer um originally played in a band called buried with our uh current roommate and uh it was just kind of like a project we had going here in the Central Valley. And um, 
the sur- a couple other bands had started um, during that time. Uh, the Surge and uh, Distort was making, putting out. They were they were fresh from their demo, I believe. But um, we actually, uh, I would I would go because uh, at the time my friend's car uh, wasn't really in the best shape, and we would drive to Fresno to meet up with our friends to do uh, Surge practice. And um, I don't know, Buried had already kind of been the thing in the past at the time. And uh, I still had a lot of ideas uh, for writing and uh, Caleb and still wanted to make something out of it. We didn't necessarily have a plan uh, to continue it like or, or make it into something new, which it kind of became. And uh, anyway, uh, getting off topic, but uh, it uh, – Essentially, it all kind of started from that band, and we were jamming with our friends over there. And one day, uh, I was just showing um, my friend uh, Cole, the guitarist uh, in our band, to the riffs from my the old stuff. And we kind of just uh, formulated it there. We just decided, like, oh well, you know, let's uh, try to make something out of this. So for a long time, we went under the moniker of, of Buried Still. And it wasn't until we had about like three songs, probably, that we were just like, okay, um, this is proven to be, or proven to take it kind of its own ground at this point. And um, from there, we were just like, well, let's uh, let's just make, let's start another band. Let's, uh, you know, do something new, but you know, kind of keep the flame alive with the past project, you know. For sure. And you guys uh, share some members with uh, Distort, right? Yeah, it's uh, Cole on guitar. He plays rhythm in Distort. And uh, Caleb plays drums in Distort also. And Surge. So he's he's got a busy, busy schedule. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, because I remember uh, seeing them play with you guys. And I was like, definitely know uh, who those guys are because I'm a huge fan of uh, Distort. Yeah, it distorts the sickest. Uh, did you guys uh, played shows before you put out your demo, right? Yeah, we played. Uh, I want to say two or three shows before, um, with only those uh, original like three songs that we had written. We didn't have anything like super set. We actually ended up changing a few things later on too. So th- those three songs that you played um, are they the song uh, songs on the demo? Yeah, they're, they're they're the original songs. Uh, we reworked like a few parts of the songs, and I, uh, I, I didn't. It's funny. I actually didn't have complete lyrics for like one of them for probably two or, or three shows before we actually uh, recorded the demo. So it was kind of just kind of to fill a gap on a you know a show lineup. Um, but we were all amped to play the songs. Um, all our friends were fucking hyped. Like it, it was, it was just a. Uh, it was kind of just the push we needed to kind of take the band more serious, you know? Yeah, for sure. So I first heard about, uh, you guys from, uh, Kyle who plays in cool side and initiate, um, before I, I started doing the podcast, I used to, um, do like these, like, uh, email interviews and I did, um, an interview with Kyle and I I always ask um, people like what bands like I should or we should as an audience whoever is reading the interview um, should be like on the lookout for, and he was the first person to mention Control to me. He like swore to me that 
the band was uh, sick and I just had to like wait to hear the demo. So I was like, all right, cool. And like I asked about like social media and stuff and he said that you guys didn't have any at the time. So I just kind of uh, just decided to put it in the back of my mind. And then a couple months later, I interviewed uh, Nick uh, from Wise and he also mentioned you guys so yeah nick's the homie man yeah yeah really good guy so um yeah serious so after he mentioned them so i was like okay this is the second time i'm hearing about this like this newer band so like i definitely got to keep my eye out and then i remember one night i saw that kyle tweeted that he um, listened to the demo and i like immediately hit him up and i was like dude tell me about the demo like when is it going up and he like just let me know he's like it's going up very soon and when it came out, I was like super excited because, um, to me, Kyle and Nick, um, telling me that you guys were like something to look out for. Um, it was like a good feeling to actually, um, have it be real. Cause I was listening to the demo and I was just like super into it. Like, I just, um, love your guys' sound. Uh, just your vocal patterns, uh, are great. They're not like, you know, typical hardcore. So I was like super interested and just had to see you guys live. Yeah, man. Thanks for sticking with it. I mean, it was all talk uh, for a good t- amount of time, and yeah, it felt it felt good to finally put it out. Um, it was like I said, everything's kind of been a long, uh, drawn out process. Like up until up until uh, it actually came out, it was kind of just a stress case. But uh, it turned out to be pretty cool. I feel like everything happened organically, like as much as it could, and. Um, yeah, I'm glad you stuck with it, man. I'm glad you're still interested. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's definitely good music. And I, like, you know, always tell my friends whenever, like, you know, people talk about music or, like, newer bands, I always have to mention you guys just because, like, I believe in the demo. So um, I want everybody else to, you know, get into it before it's too late, you know? like Yeah, man. Yeah, don't want people, like, sleeping on it. I just want everybody to be aware that you know you guys are putting out good stuff now no that warms my heart man thank you that's real sweet i appreciate it um we've had a lot of uh uh positive feedback overall and i'm pretty pretty hyped on it still myself to be honest so one thing i was um interested in uh i noticed uh on your Bandcamp page it said that um, you guys recorded at uh paradise records yeah uh uh, it's funny. Uh, that was actually unplanned for a long time when we had the songs uh, pretty much all written out. And uh, I think it was um, it was a gig that Distort and all, all those guys played with. Uh, it was Fury. Um, who else was on that? A few other bands. I forgot exactly who was on the gig, but that show, uh, my Cole and Caleb were actually talking to Madison about uh, the Distort. Uh, EP that they were going to record and they kind of just all lumped it in because uh, we I, I was introduced to Madison and um, he was he was aware that we had like another project that we were working on at the time and we kind of just ironed it out there like that we were going to record there and I mean I'm super hyped on how it came out and I on at this point I wouldn't have wanted to record with anyone else and it, it was it was probably one of the best experiences I've had recording wise. I haven't had many, but <laughs> it, it turned out to be real fruitful. So, yeah, I, I think it's awesome because, um, I'm like 
always just like super proud of Orange County hardcore, and I feel yeah, like, no doubt. Yeah, and I feel like Madison, like he is like doing so much for the scene. So yeah. when I saw, um, you know, that he had a hand in putting this demo together, I was like super excited. Um, which had me more hyped on it and it was funny i i can't remember which show it was but uh, i saw him at program because he's always there suburban fight um like i was like paying to get in and i mentioned to him i'm like yo like i love the control demo and he looked like kind of surprised because um I, i'm i don't think a lot of people are you know looking to see what bands he's recording you know because they're more right about his other stuff so i i think he was a little taken back that i actually knew that he had a hand in it and he was like really um like thankful that i told him that i liked it yo i, I mean just for the record i want to give a massive shout out to colin knight uh he's the the other engineer there and, and honestly without him it wouldn't have been even a, a fraction of what it became so not to leave him out in the dust colin definitely did he, he recorded us the, the entire second day and uh that was probably one of the best like experiences i've had with you know any anybody that had their hands on the music you know what i mean for sure so yeah and he plays in leisure world and a couple other bands and he's a real fucking cool guy I, i've been i've, I've managed to kind of create like somewhat of a friendship just over the last few shows we played and just that day we spent with him there and um i don't know he he has this, the same like sense of humor as i do and we i don't know we, we shared a few good uh interactions or like the sense so yeah shouts to colin <laughs> hell yeah shout out call night leisure world check them out yeah i'll definitely link them in the show notes um uh, and another thing about the Please. demo uh the the artwork it was done by uh gil safen is that am i pronouncing yeah. that correct? yeah yeah okay. big gil man um so i don't know much about him i just uh I looked up his instagram and saw that he uh did some stuff for distort and he's designed some like show flyers um yeah gil gil's all over the place man um uh, he uh his art's super sick. It's it's always just uh, it's always just him. You know what I mean? Uh, it's it's always relevant to to his styles, and I don't think he ever sacrifices like his own you know artistic uh, touch for anything. You know. Um, so did you guys yeah, that, um, give him like any input for what you wanted, or did you guys just let him uh, like have like a free reign on the artwork? Uh, originally I, he had asked me just for some references as far as, uh, like visually what we were looking to, to put out and, uh, if there was any like, you know, underlying message that was going to go along with it. And I, I had some ideas. I had like, I had a direction I wanted to go originally and, uh, he had a real busy schedule at the time. I know he was, um, working on a bunch of different commission stuff and, uh, he's pretty involved as well, like with music and all that stuff. So, uh, we had like a few, uh, I guess, uh, just not, not miscommunication, but there, there was different times where we, we were just, when we, when we finally were able to kind of figure out what we were going to do with the demo, um, he had already kind of started going off on his own thing. And at that point I was just like, yeah, man, like I, I'd rather you, you know, just put exactly what you're about like down like for the demo then you know then try to force what i'm trying to convey you know what i mean for sure so 
yeah so and and, and it, it it turned out to be pretty cool i i think so so th- i was going to ask about the the clock is so is there like a significance about the time that the arms are pointing to actually no the clock and all of that is kind of just a a, a, a badass drawing really it just i feel like it, it's a pretty safe uh it's a pretty safe symbol, you know, a uh, time and, and what it brings and what it takes. And, uh, I feel like despite, like I said, despite any, any idea or, or direction I had before, like it, it was a safe, uh, in, in the illustration, you know what I mean? And was there any talk about putting the whole design on a t-shirt? Cause the one shirt that I have from you guys, um, is like that mouth. Yeah. Uh, originally, yeah, we were going to do like a, I guess like a demo style shirt, have the graphic on the back and something like that. Uh, but whenever we were making the shirt, um, I was just kind of like, well, well shit, like what, what are we going to do as far as like, you know, first shirt. And we all were kind of hyped on just how that cool little oval logo looked. And it just, I don't know. It kind of, it kind of, it, it was familiar to me on like, on the basis of like, you know, all, all my favorite, like, there's a lot of 90s bands I like a lot that have, like, cool, like, you know, oval-shaped logos, kind of like, you know. And I think that that was just kind of the simplest way to get something out real quick, too. Yeah. So. And was there, so, um, like, the the colorway of the shirt, um, was there any special reasoning behind those colors? The um, it was, like, a lighter blue on navy? Yeah, uh, a couple of friends in the, of mine in the band and, and myself, like we're we're all fans of other music. And uh, there's this band, Seaweed, from uh, Tacoma, Washington, and they have this really cool shirt that we kind of lightly uh, <laughs> like ripped the color scheme from, and I think it turned out to be pretty sick. Uh, everyone was really hyped on it. Okay, because I, I was just curious because I I own a cool side shirt that's the same colorway, so I wasn't sure if you, it was like um, you guys are all friends. You guys just did the same colorway. Oh no, that's super sick though. We'll, we'll definitely say it's relevant. <laughs> okay, maybe um, uh, like-minded people. Maybe they decided um, they like that seaweed shirt as well, and <laughs> and that's why it's they possible. use that colorway. It's possible. Okay. It's also just great colors. I think you can't really go wrong with blues. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I definitely like the combination, um, but I, I just had to ask because I uh, know n- you guys are all friends and um, just yeah, wanted to see if there's a side. weird connection there. Uh, yeah, cool side. Love that band. I um, Every time I, I, I see Kyle, I always have to bug him about it because oh. th- that new record, I'm like waiting for it oh. to come out. Yeah, it's funny. I was actually uh, just talking to him at the last show I saw you at. Actually, uh, it's a cool for Suburban Fight Weekend, and uh, I was telling him the same thing. Um, I, I was always curious. Like, I know like it was always group effort, like writing wise for them, and uh, the new stuff. I was I, I was kind of blown away at a lot of the guitar work in it, and I talked to Kyle about it last time we were hanging out, and uh, just pretty, I just I was wanted to know if he had written everything pretty much and he told me he had and it was just such a such a such a fucking mature like step 
as far as cool side sound and uh, the fun, you know, poppy direction that they had. And uh, I feel like those songs like definitely show the growth of like that band. Yeah, definitely. I, I think uh, Kyle is um, really talented at what he does. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not to mention he's probably one of the most like humble people I've ever met. So. Yeah, def- he um, is so nice to me because I'm just some random guy trying to get people to come on and uh, do interviews on my website. And he was always um, really nice and always uh, treated me well. So I'll um, always have good things to say about him. Yeah, same here. I, I have nothing bad to say. Uh, that dude houses us every time we're down south. And yeah, man, he, he, it's down to the point. He has he has a bottle of shampoo and body wash in his shower for us. Like it, it's he's like it's unreal. The the like I said, just how humble he is. He's such a good guy, man. So okay, so uh, control the band camp says Fresno, but um, you guys are all spread out. Uh, kind of, yeah. Uh, Caleb and I are from Porterville. It's a town, a small town, like an hour south of Fresno, kind of between Bakersfield and Visalia, which would be the, the bigger cities in this area. Okay. And then uh, Treff, the guitar, the other guitarist, he lives in Hanford, which is a neighboring city as well, off the freeway towards Fresno. And uh, Cole and um, Cruz, they both live in Fresno. Okay. Um, okay, so you guys are all like not too far from each other. Yeah, it's 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 more so central, like lower Central Valley based than than you know just Fresno, respectively. So. Okay, that's awesome. And how? How often do you guys have shows up there in Fresno? How's the scene? Uh, the scene's kind of taken a hit over the last few years. Um, there was like a an odd time about a year and a half, two years ago, where some city ordinances kind of halted the amount of shows that were being put on, and it kind of the scene over here kind of suffered a blow at the time because there's nothing really going on. Um, or anything consistent anyway, uh, in the neighboring cities. And the few times that there was anything, it was always kind of just, uh, you know, uh, something thrown together real quick or something that basically the, the, the rate of shows and the caliber of the shows that were happening weren't the same. And, uh, a year prior to that, uh, things were pretty popping, uh, you know, step for change and was kind of, doing their thing kind of giving everybody a look into the valley and uh the surge had just started so there was a lot of uh potential that kind of just saw its end pretty quickly just because of you know said uh halting i guess uh, but now uh things are still things are going on there we're, we've had a few shows this year um everything's kind of under a ask a friend uh situation because of uh, the city different things going on with the city and uh our venue kind of being low-key more so now but uh it seems like there's been like some growth in the last this this year mainly um like i said we've had a few shows and the turnouts have been uh incredible really so it's kind of nice to see a spark kind of you know catching some 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 breeze now you know 
Yeah, for sure. You definitely want to uh, keep it alive so younger kids can figure it out and keep it alive yeah. as well. Start new bands. No, absolutely. Is it uh, easier or um, which do you like prefer to come down to like the Southern California scene or go up north to like the NorCal scene? Uh, I definitely would say uh, Southern California is kind of where we tend to play most or I feel we tend to spend the most time with our uh, with the different bands involved or uh, that our friends play in and just the different trips we'll take out together. So I'm a big fan of Southern California and just the music that's being pumped out down there too. So I, I yeah, typically I, I, yeah, I, I definitely say it's Southern California. Is it just as far to go up North or is it um, not as far? Uh, well, it kind of, for, for all my homies up there in Fresno, it's, it's, it's a little closer going that way. Um, so whenever we all leave, like we'll meet up in Fresno and leave from there. So the trip never seems to like, you know, too yeah. drawn out or too long. Like, uh, but for Southern California, it's it's just one long stretch of fucking freeway. So it's just a yeah, it just feels like a nice long line. <laughs> How is your experience um, at Suburban Fight? Uh, Suburban Fight was fun, man. Um, we actually were running late which is kind of a, a bad habit, I guess, <laughs> of our friends. And uh, we're not the most punctual bunch. And we showed up late, and I believe that the band – we were actually supposed to go on first, I believe, and we actually ended up playing second because showed up a bit late and they wanted to start get things moving. But, uh, oh, my experience was cool, man. Uh, we <laughs> were on our way, and we actually had a cover planned out that we never got to jam, so we were jamming that in the, in the van on the way there and we just got out and pretty much as soon as we got there those like you know big guys got out and set up and we pretty much went on within this 10 minutes that we arrived at program so it was kind of rushed but i was definitely excited and everyone i know everyone else was too so yeah honestly i had a great time i, I thought the set was badass yeah everyone sounded fucking awesome man those guys carry me like a baby i swear like they make i don't know i I get pretty anxious when all the, with all this shit, and uh, they they make it really easy every time. So I, I mean, shouts to all of them, man. They're all fucking amazing at what they do. I really couldn't ask to be like playing any type of music, let alone like hardcore, like with those guys. So was uh, oh wait, go ahead. Oh no, go, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I was just gonna uh, touch on you. I uh, said I'm um, you're anxious up there. Oh, uh, just not. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm. I guess so. Yeah, I, I I'm not the most. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't really. I don't feel like I've spent too much time in the spotlight. I'm pretty. I, I don't know. It, it's always a an exciting kind of a venture for me every time we play a gig or or we're in. You know, we're showcasing what we're doing. So. Yeah, I I can only imagine you know having like the whole entire room focusing on you because you're the front man. Yeah, I I mean I would like to think that everyone's looking at everyone as much as they're looking at me, but it's considering that I'm kind of the standalone, uh, you know, I guess the forefront of 
of the group. But yeah, definitely, it, a lot of the pressure gets put on me, I suppose. Yeah. How did you guys come up with a name control? Uh, we were, like I said before, we it all kind of spawned from that band buried, and uh-huh. uh, we actually had gotten the idea for that name back like in 2013 from an undertow song um, name and we were bouncing names around for this new project and we had a few like a couple oddballs uh, that we just weren't really really stoked on um, it kind of got to the point where we were just going to leave it as what it was originally and uh, honestly I can't remember who had the idea um, I think we were just bouncing around different names, and I think Caleb might have said something, the, na- the name Control. And it's funny, that actually is another song named from that band Undertow. So it was kind of funny that we were kind of paying homage to, to that band, like, again, with, with a name choice. So, Hell yeah, that's sick. I love yeah, that. It kind of, yeah, it worked out on its own, I'd say. So, shouts to Undertow. <laughs> Yeah, to me, it feels crazy that the demo only came out like a little over like three months ago. Yeah, I feel the same way. Um, like I said, I'll say it again. This it's kind of just been a, a long process for this band. Lots of downtime and lots of in between time with other bands that my everyone's involved in. And uh, by the time we finally got to hit the studio, I we pretty much had an idea of exactly what we wanted to do, which is kind of the first time it's been like that um, for any band that I've been involved with or for most of my friends' bands as well. So it gave us plenty of time to really refine, like, just the sound we wanted. To, and as far as, like, all the extra stuff that you kind of, you know, create or uh, figure out in the studio, we, from there it was just kind of the finishing touches, just fine-tuning, you know? So... Do you guys have any shows uh, planned, like for the end of the year, or anything coming up? Uh, nothing solid, nothing set, but we do have uh, plans to put together a, a tour pretty soon. Something small. I'm not exactly sure where we'd be touching down, or uh, I yeah, I don't know exactly what the extent of that would be, but that's kind of the next plan. Just take it on the road, maybe try to hit uh, the West Coast or make it out to Texas and back or something like that. Have you ever thought about playing Las Vegas? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, we have, I know some of my friends have some friends out there that have put them on a few times. Uh, we actually, last year, um, spent some time out there when the store was on tour and it was pretty fucking sick. Um, <laughs> we ended up staying out all night and it, it was a good time. Hell yeah, that, that's sick. I um, love uh, Las Vegas hardcore just because I um, had made some like good friends um, that are out there. One of my friends, uh, he's a part of this like booking company called uh, Black Path, and they're actually um, doing a lot of good shows right now. So I was just curious. So if you guys do plan something, it'd be cool if you guys could stop in Vegas because I'm sure they would love oh, you yeah. guys. Totally. We love Vegas. So that's it's always a good time. It's always nice to, to be out too late and not really notice. <laughs> so would you guys uh, just try to go out on the road solo or would you try to team up with uh, Distort since you guys share members? 
Uh, it's been talked about before. Um, I know they have a pretty hefty schedule um, now, or at least potentially they will with uh, the EP release. And I know they have a few really cool fucking things planned. So as far as us doing anything joint effort, um, it, it's always possible. And, uh, of course, sharing members uh, makes it that much easier and that much more fun because we all love to hang out. And half the time we're all in the band together anyway. So. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, I could, I definitely could see something happening. Yeah, that would be sick because both you guys are awesome. Thanks, man. Um, you, I'm trying to think. You guys both played the same day of Suburban Fight, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if that was like originally the, the the plan or or what, but I know they were leaving. They actually all three of those. Actually, no, like four or five of those guys all had flights already scheduled the next day because they were going out on their their uh they had a tour planned right like literally after that show so dang that's crazy yeah yeah like i said they got a pretty rigorous uh schedule going on and yeah that weekend was just another example for sure so like we just said, the demo has been out for like a little over three months. Are you guys just going to sit on that for a while or do you guys have like plans to write new stuff and try to get something else out? Uh, yeah, uh, well, we'll probably play off that for the, like the tour and we, we already have all talked about writing new stuff for the future and it's kind of just getting together at this point to kind of lay down what's going to what's going to come out. Would you guys do like a seven inch or like a full um, LP? I think yeah, everyone's kind of uh, definitely leaning towards a seven inch direction. Okay, that's sick. I'm definitely into that. Yeah, and an LP in the future would be obviously insane. So honestly, I can see it happening because yeah, no, yeah, that, that's like I said, it's it's definitely in our sights. Like seven inches is the next step kind of establish the ground for the next big release you know yeah i'm definitely looking forward to that because i've <laughs> listened to the demo um like a ton of times and i'm just you know anxious for new tracks yeah i'm definitely anxious myself um definitely anxious to to hear whatever we can come up with um i know we already have some ideas like i said it's all just kind of at this point about laying it down getting together um kind of figuring out the direction we want to take for it so so you guys don't have any new songs that you have done uh currently no just a couple couple riffs here and there that we're trying to incorporate or into some songs or make something out of And how's the um, interest, um, like, outside of California? Have you guys gotten a lot of feedback from, like, the, the rest of America? I've had, uh, yeah, I've had some scattered uh, reviews. I've had a few people hit me up, said they really liked it. And it's all been, like, it's all been really uh, cool. Uh, like I said, I'm not, the other bands I've played in never really, uh, you know, touched down or, or went too far and uh it's pretty cool to have like people reaching out from different areas There's, actually the, the probably the furthest uh, probably the 
I had one person hit me up from Russia, and that was pretty insane. And uh, he just said, like, oh, yo, this is sick. Like, And it was pretty crazy because I've never – I mean, I, I, I thought it was sick that my friends were into it, let alone, like, you know, having someone from a different fucking continent saying something positive about it. So pretty mind-blowing. Um, as far as, like, around the uh, uh, United States um, – yeah, just kind of just like all over the place, friends of, uh, of our friends and uh, some new heads too. Um, everything's been positive though, so it's been really, really uh, heartwarming. So. You said um, bands, you, you used to plan. What, what other bands were you in besides uh, Buried? Well, Buried was probably like the, that was pretty much like the first uh, like solid band where we went and recorded and had like, you know, kind of a plan to do a lot with. Uh, and before that, it was just kind of like scattered little fun projects that we'd start and never finish or, you know, just things that never really saw the light of day. So yeah. nothing really to, nothing really to, t- to touch, nothing really to elaborate more on, on that, but just, uh, just different things that were always more like, you know, fun, which is, which is exactly what this is about. But this, this, we definitely wanted to, you know, get out of, fresno and get out of the area and try to do something more with maybe have a, you know like we have like i said like just having the plans for a potential seven inch or an lp all that stuff's really exciting and i think it's something we all like definitely take serious and want to like pump out for sure that's awesome i literally uh am looking forward to all that um it's I can't believe, um, like, I, I, well, hold on. Uh, let me rephrase that. I don't think people understand, um, like, how hard it is to be in a band sometimes because there's so much work that um, has to be put into it. And then trying to get everybody, like, in sync to make it work is just so hard. Yeah, it all kind of turns into a, a huge balancing act, uh, mainly for everyone's schedules, you know, respectively. And, just that can become its own fucking monster, you know, <laughs> um, just especially since I mean, we don't live too far away, but just having, you know, any type of distance in between you can really prove to be difficult sometimes, especially when everyone's working, you know, uh, five days a week or, you know, have their own thing going on with family and relationships and everything else, you know, their, their own, their other, uh, projects too. Uh, Cole's got a couple other bands, um, yeah, so everyone's everyone's pretty out there. So coordinating always kind of becomes a pain in the ass, but it, it definitely worked out and worked in our favor, I feel, especially given the time that we were allotted and just the amount of time we had to kind of make shape. So Yeah. I wanted to um, ask you about uh, my favorite song off the demo, um, Inhuman Condition. Okay. Uh, can you go into detail about like the true meaning behind it? Uh, and human condition is actually one of the last songs we wrote and it's pretty, it's a, it's a quick one for sure. Um, we actually were working on another song that night, uh, which turned out to be the intro and that first little like half song. And, um, Cole had an idea and he just played that whole, pretty much that entire song. He already had it, mapped out and um we were all hyped on it caleb and i drove home listening to like our little iphone recording of it just kind of getting a feel for it a little more and uh as far as uh what it's about 
the true meaning of inhuman condition, I feel is just uh, it's people that don't realize what it means to be a human being. You know, it's 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 uh, people that build up an outer shell or an ego that just, you know, pretty much precedes them. You know, uh, I feel like a lot of people and people I've, you know, I've had relationships with and friendships and different things like a lot of it kind of can become a front as far as like what they think they need to be about or, you know, what they think, you know, they deserve or, you know, basically for a lack of better explanation it's for the song to me just represents kind of everybody that kind of you know gets lost in line with trying to keep up with something or someone that they're not and just what exactly that they uh you know portray themselves and their ideas and how they approach relationships and life as a whole so the last line is uh inhuman condition won't waste my time correct yeah 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 so 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 basically so basically the human condition won't waste my time basically it's just you know you try and you try to be there for people you know and you try to be there for your friends and you know think for you know think about everyone's best interest and just trying to keep things together and kind of keep a simple a similar consciousness on you know morals and conviction in life and you know when when some people fall astray you know given their you know environment and whatever they're reflecting like sometimes it's just you, you can't do a single thing you know sometimes it gets to the point where you know whatever they've built and whatever destruction or or, uh, you know, whatever that's going to bring them and any warning you give them and all that just kind of, you know, has been pushed to the side too many times. Like at that point, like you kind of, there's that hard line between, you know, just never really having that, you know, the same interaction or same trust and beliefs to someone and, you know, just realizing that, you know, you can't think for everyone and you can't expect everyone to, uh, you know, be on the same page, I guess. Like, you know, I find it hard, uh, to keep friends. I'm like always finding myself, um, uh, losing friends. Cause like, I, I feel like they have like ulterior motives, you know, like, um, <clears throat> Uh, well, yeah, like clout chasers, and do you know that? Term? Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, I, I get you. Yeah, there's okay. there's a lot of people, you know, doing really cool things for the wrong reasons sometimes, and you know, and basically to elaborate on that song a little more, I guess it's just when you put pride and ego, and you know, just trying to when you're trying to produce this image of something that you know that isn't you it's just never going to be honest and it's never going to be the truth. And people see right through that shit. You know what I mean? 
yeah honestly it blows my mind that uh there's so many people in the world that um aren't comfortable in their own skin they want to um you know put on this facade to try to um you know please other people or make like um you know people like want to like them yeah no yeah no doubt um like i said like and it's there, there's just so man there's there's so many variables to, to all this you know what i mean there's some there's so much going on in everyone's respective environment and what they've come from their walk you know and it's almost like you can't really you can't hate them for it but you definitely don't have to associate yourself with it you know what i mean yeah i've definitely um i've always in my life tried to stay true to who i am like no matter what i even if people aren't going to like what I'm like into, um, it doesn't matter because it's what I like. I, I can't, yeah, no. yeah you know, like I, I can't Absolutely. be into things, um, just because other people are into them and shy away from the things that I really like because people don't like them. Um, and it, it's definitely, obviously, um, like I've been doing it my whole life. So I, I'm used to, you know, people, yeah. um, like, I feel like, if like making fun of me and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I, I was, I had a pretty rough time as a kid too, and like, you always end up becoming exactly who you are. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what kind of front you try to put up or, or what kind of shell that you're hiding behind. Like, like I said, like you can see right through that stuff. It's not hard, and I feel like that's kind of the point of the song. I guess to, to kind of continue on that for one more second, like, just the, to you know. Dying to live instead of living among the dead. The dead being clout chasers and all the fucking phonies. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. it grosses me out like yeah. so much. Well, it's it's more just kind of to me. It's like I just see people letting themselves down, you know, and that that hurts more than than their fucking you know bad attitude or cool guy fucking motive or ignorant fucking you know expression so yeah I'll if, say, anything, I, if, any, if anything i feel like it just kind of like i said just kind of solidifies that point even more you just it makes it easier to stay away and just keep doing your own thing yeah i find it hard to um meet new people like some of my friends give me flack uh for like not being as open to um you know calling this new guy friend and hanging out with him all the time or just like people all the time because like for me like i'm so jaded um and think that like everybody's gonna um just let me down anyways so i just try to you know keep to myself it's it's, uh kind of dark sometimes no yeah i understand man i feel like everyone kind of shares that there's uh just based on like you know your interactions with people you kind of have these like sets i mean people like to kind of like set their own standards but you kind of you know it's easy to expect things from people that you feel like you can trust or you share common interests with or you create like some friendships on but it's sometimes it's hard to, to kind of permeate like what's actually like real and what's not you know until until something kind of goes awry you know yeah whenever i interact with anybody um that i don't really know i just try to be polite and just treat everybody with respect 
Yeah, humility conquers pride. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's so it's crazy. Wait, go ahead. I said, I said, it's not a bad thing. You're you're definitely doing things for the right reasons and with the right approach. It seems like. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. Honestly, um, I seriously hate um, having to pitch the podcast to people. Obviously, this is like something new. So like nobody really knows about it um, yet. So right. when I went up uh, to you at program and asked you about it, it was just so like nerve wracking because I was just like hoping I wasn't like making a fool of myself. Oh no, man! Never. Honestly, like you, you don't even realize. Like you, that's that's the funny. That's the funny thing about all of this. It's just like <laughs> I feel like nine times out of ten, the reaction that you know, whatever reaction or you know, the fucking ten different ways you can imagine some you know, a, a situation going. Typically, that's being fucking reciprocated too. You know what I mean? Like when you walked up to me, I, I pretty much felt the same way. I was just like, "Oh man, he wants to talk to me about things. He wants to talk about music. He wants to talk about life," which are all things that, like, especially on a level of like, you know, me being like in the position, of, me being the, the the interviewed. You know, like it's kind of uh, nerve wracking on on my end as well. I I didn't know what to expect or anything, but I think it's really fucking cool what you're doing, man. Like. There, there's there's all these different uh, approaches within the scene, like as far as uh, what's being pumped out and like what's being created. And you know, you have your photographers, you have the bands themselves, you have fucking people that are filming these sets, and you know, then you have the fucking people that are really doing the dirty work and and, and putting their fingers in a little more and prying in to you know the more personal and more. Uh, you know what where you're gonna get what what you really want to know and out of you know what I mean yeah honestly um, I don't do this to um, you know be uh, popular like I don't even want to be like known in the scene I just want to be able to go to a show and enjoy it and just kind of do my own thing I don't want to have to you know have like a persona or anything I do this because um, partly I want to get to know um, the people that I interview in the bands I want to you know kind of pick people's brains um, but yeah. also and, I, oh wait go ahead and yeah that, that that's that's super sick, man. Like, honestly, like, like I said, like you, you the people that, that go out of their way to, to dig a little deeper on these subjects, like the bands themselves and the members individually, like that, that's a, a whole new, you know, that, that I'm sure it feels like, I'm sure when, but when you're writing this stuff out or when you're trying to figure out what you're going to talk about, like, I'm sure it's all kind of like real nerve wracking for you as well. Just kind of trying to touch down on the things that matter without making it too, uh, uh, invasive or like take away from, you know, like the whole point. Well, if I'm going to be honest, um, <laughs> I don't write anything down. I just, kinda, yeah, it's uh, honestly, it's, I'm just from the top, my dome, I'll do like a little bit of research, but it's like not that much research, like research because, um, the people that I'm like seeking out are um, people that I'm fans of. So it's not like I have to look that far for right. things I want to talk about. Yeah. And it's super cool when it get it's, 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 I think it's the sickest that, you know, you're like control. Like I said, it's a really new thing. So the fact that you're even taking the time out of your day to, to 
talk to me about it or just what we're all about and what we're doing and you know how we're doing it like that that means a lot and i think it's that's even sicker that if this is all improv man like fuck kudos to you <laughs> thanks and honestly um back to the point that i was saying about why i do this um yeah, it's to pick your guys's brain but also it's to help uh pump you guys up you know i want to you know put the word out there want to spread awareness uh, about the bands that i that i think people should be recognizing yeah man that means a lot really so thank you yeah no problem trust me i'm gonna be a fan for a long time because you guys are super sick that's fine uh, yeah, I hope I hope we have I hope we can keep pumping things out at a decent speed, keep everyone on the in the loop. Do you guys? Um, well, so this is obviously probably um, for the future. When you guys uh, plan to re- record again, will you go back to the same place, or would you guys do something local? Uh, I like um, I like the idea of. Rec- I mean, I-, I have such a great time recording with those guys that I mean, that's that's pretty much like ideally how i'd want every experience to go so my first my first fucking thought would be to just go yeah definitely maybe work with those guys again they uh definitely knew what we were going for and kind of like i said colin turned the demo into something that i don't think any of us were quite expecting um so just, just with that, just the fact that he took something that we were already pretty confident on and thought was sound, like, and just, you know, making it better tenfold, like, it, yeah, it's definitely something, I admire the fuck out of what they're doing, and I kind of want to just keep putting into that, you know? Hell yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> okay, this might be a little random, but um, have you guys ever thought about doing, like, a music video? Uh... I don't know. I mean, music videos are cool. I feel like it all really depends um, on the song, on the overall feeling that's associated with the song, what you're trying to get across, and if you can, uh, you know, formulate that and convey it into something that's that's worth watching and that's worth a visual. So, as far as a music video is concerned, I mean, I, I love the idea of it, but it would have to be something that I feel like we all felt strongly enough about to, to create visually. Is there any feeling for any of the songs on the demo? Uh, <laughs> if there was one that I could make a badass video out of, um, it'd probably be, uh, I don't, I'd say Echoes of Hate. That's a pretty fun song. Um, that one's got a good, I feel like, lyrically, um, it's got a good direction, and it, it, could, it could have some pretty cool visual uh, references. Yeah, I, I think there's a, a a lack of music videos when it comes to hardcore bands. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that. And I think a lot of a, a lot of people are just I don't know. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people just I, I feel like that like I said like the direction to make a video and like just having that fucking visual like uh like direction for it like it's kind of intimidating because you never want it to come off corny. You know, you you want it to you want it to represent exactly what you know what you're feeling and what what the song's actually about without taking away from it or making it into something that's just like you know a hardcore music video. You know what I mean? What um, if if you could direct a music video for that song, uh, 
would you do like a like a live performance or would it be like a story <clears throat> or, or a mix of both i mean given the budget for it <laughs> um uh, i mean obviously you want like some sick visuals and like something real like relevant to, to what the lyrics are about i think uh live videos are always safe it's definitely like the best niche as far as like you know not looking corny just playing a good live show everyone likes that but uh having some visuals like in in that are referencing like what the song's about would be super sick like i said as long as you could get the point across correctly like as long yeah. as it yeah as long as it it, it just kind of paid ode to to what the song was about now I'm trying to think, is there somebody in this scene that makes music videos? Uh, man, I can't, I really can't think of anybody I know personally. Yeah. Cause but I'm I, sure, I'm sure there's someone that's definitely capable. All, oh. all these, everyone that's filming these sets and some of the, some of the stuff I've seen is so good. So I, I have a feeling that they could definitely take it that direction if they wanted to. Yeah. We just got to find, uh, the right person to mix well with you guys. Yeah. Then that, yeah, that's, that's another part of it too. If you have someone that's obviously at the, at the, the helm of, of, you know, directing this video or, or kind of, you know, yeah, you're feeding all this different, like all your different ideas and, and what you're trying to get across to, like, I'm sure they're going to have their own interpretation of it and how they portray it could be something completely different from what you want. But yeah, so it would take definitely having like the right person to, to mesh with, like to get out exactly what you want. Um, so but yeah, right. I, don't, I, I can't, I can't think of anybody personally that I know that makes anything sick, like sick. All right. Lots, the, lots of talented heads. <laughs> we're going to have to do some digging. We're going to have to start talking to some of these photographers. I don't think I've like, I, I know like one photographer, um, like personally, cause she's a friend. But um, all, all the other ones, I don't really know. I've never really talked to any of them. Yeah, it'd be sick, honestly. I was thinking just on the medium that, that you uh, are producing, um, it'd be sick to see something like, you know, like a cool interview slash photo video type of interview or something that's like more of like a, like a, a zine, I guess, would be essentially what that end up being if it was printed. But something like that would be super sick. I feel like there's plenty of talented like creative heads especially down in your area that would love that could collab and make something pretty fucking badass yeah i I, i'm always trying to um favor like the local scene first and then kind of branch out yeah no absolutely so yeah i'll I'll definitely look look into that um start putting some feelers out there see see who wants to uh donate their time yeah, no, collaborating with people and just, you know, bumping heads on art and music and all of that can prove to, to to create some pretty insane things. So definitely uh, worth the time. Besides um, music, uh, do you do any other kind of art or anything cool? Uh, I like to draw and I, I mean, I, I'll mess around here and there. Nothing like I, that I do like, you know for for anyone else really but uh i don't know I, me and caleb and a couple guys skate and besides that like that's pretty much the extent of my hobbies i like music and skateboarding <laughs> i actually remember seeing you skateboarding at the suburban fight yeah 
I spent a lot of time out there. Actually, it was it was fun. Are you um, like pretty good? Or, or your skill level? Uh, no, I wouldn't say I'm good. I, I I just like to have fun, man. Just like everything else, like it's all just for fun. Whatever I've learned and whatever I'm able to do, like it's it's kind of it's it's all just for fun, you know. Like I never I never really stress my own like you know skill set or like trying to keep up with any type of like you know uh i don't know i like i said it's all for fun i I just skateboarding music it's all the same it's all for the love i seriously suck at skateboarding i've tried (laughs) (laughs) i'm not even kidding i've tried so many times and um i just have a problem with uh turning i don't know if i um like i've never owned a skateboard i would just ride my friend's skateboards uh, to, to try to figure it out and i seriously terrible yeah i i feel like with skateboarding it, it's honestly a, a fucking it amazes me that anybody can even do a single thing on it let alone ride it you know what i mean like the type of coordination and like balance and control that you need to have like it varies from person to person too. So like your, your experience with it's going to be different than someone else's, you know, even, even when your skills are being, you know, shaped and you get a little better, like everyone takes things and learns things on, at their own rate, you know? So it's, like I said, it's just like everything else. Like you find where you're comfortable, you find what you know you can do. And if you can branch out from that and make it even better, you will, you know, but it, it's always going to be subject to, you know, the individual. Have you ever played um, EA's Skate? Oh yeah, big fan, dude. Seriously, that that game like was so amazing because obviously growing up, uh, Tony Hawk was like the skateboarding game to play. Yeah, uh, I I loved um, all of them up until uh, Thug Tony Hawk's Underground. See, I loved Tony Hawk's Underground. The yeah, first no, one has played. that. That was the last one that I liked. Oh, okay, yeah. I was gonna yeah. say that probably has one of the most killer soundtracks too. And then, I mean, number two was also dope as fuck. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I was a big fan of the Tony Hawk games, especially when I was younger. I remember going over to like my mom's friends' houses and playing with their like older sons and like thinking it was just like some next world shit. Like, because we didn't have, I didn't have like video video game system until I was like thirteen, maybe. And it was, just, I remember like. I just like craved like <laughs> being able to play like the skateboard games and just video games in general. I thought it was like, you know, the most insane thing. And I, and I remember the games like were so reflective of like what I thought skateboarding was and just how badass it was. So I just remember like it, it always kind of hit the spot every time I got to play. So, and I kept with it. I'm a yeah, big fan of the skate franchise, the EA ones for sure. Um, a friend and I actually have a, an account that we post clips on of skate gameplay actually oh real dude that wait is it uh, of your own gameplay or like just clips that you find online yeah it's it's both of our it's me and bond he plays uh bass and distort and uh it's called we actually have an instagram made for it just for the clips some of them are pretty sick others you know are it really depends on what you what you're playing it for, but yeah, it, it's fun, man. It's like I said, we're we're both fans. We're both pushing for skate four. <laughs> so, is that account like updated regularly? Uh, lately, no. Uh, we we went in guns blazing at first, and we were posting clips like left and right. But uh, lately, it's kind of just slowed down just because we've been busy and 
you know, so whenever we get the notion or have the time to sit down and play, like we'll pump something out. But yeah, it's, it's fun. It's just another little fun thing to do. Dude, that's, I, I think that's badass. I, I'm definitely going to have to get the, the Instagram handle from you. Cause I'll post that in the show notes too. So people can go and check out your, your guys' clips. Yeah. Uh, it's ea.skate.5 on Instagram for anybody that gives a shit. <laughs> I'm honestly, I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to go check it out because that game is super popular. Um, yeah, I feel I feel like even people that don't skateboard can find like some fun in that for sure. Yeah, just um, f- for me playing that game, uh, the the fact that they made it like um, actually difficult to do tricks when I would land things like I felt like, way more accomplished than landing like yeah. a triple impossible in Tony Hawk. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I feel like uh, the Tony Hawk controls kind of set you up to play a little bit unrealistically, especially with the different missions and like combo pattern things that they would have. And it became more of like an arcade game style than it was an actual skateboard game where you kind of actually get the feel for how a trick like looks and kind of feels like I always like skate the games just because uh, the finger controls were always like really like relevant to like your actual foot movement in skateboarding uh, with the scooping and the you know, up and down movements instead of just pushing an X button. You know what I mean? So I always thought that was really fucking cool. And I feel like it was sick because you could pretty much do whatever you want. Like, you know, as far as you can think creatively, I guess, like you could skate just how you do in real life or you could fucking go balls to the wall and play like you're playing a Tony Hawk game, you know? So it kind of had something for everyone, for the gamers that wanted to play for score and then for the skate heads that wanted to play free skate all fucking day, you know? Yeah, there's this guy um, going around to uh, different like uh, uh, gaming conventions, and he was uh, rocking um, like a Donald Trump uh, MAGA style hat, but it said um, "Make EA Skate Again." I don't know if you ever saw that's, those videos. That's what's up. I've seen. Uh, there's a, a co- there's a couple of accounts that I follow and on Instagram that will that push real hard for skate four. Um, I know that it's not even going to happen. I know there's a, some sick game called session coming out. It's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like, it's, it's like roughly based off of the same gameplay. And it actually looks like it has like more of a realistic and cooler graphic approach to like, uh, some like 90s skateboarding looking stuff. So it's kind of pretty core, you know? Honestly, I've never even heard of that, so I'm gonna have to look into look into that because that, that yeah, sounds seriously. interesting. I mean, like I said, we were all pushing for Skate Four, but I mean, when there, I guess there was a gaming convention and they leaked like a, the the clip for that, and it looked pretty badass. So yeah, definitely have to check that out because from when the last Skate game came out till now, I feel like the whole like gaming world is just way different. Like so much like has like improved like, you know, visually. Yeah. And uh, I I don't know if you've ever messed around with like uh VR stuff. Uh not really, not too much. I I mean, I I got an idea of all of it and I but it kind of just looks like a I don't know, a lot of it just seems like it's, like, real, uh, what's the word, like, I don't know, a lot of the stuff, it's more like, like, little, like, was it, like, little dinosaur adventures and different racing stuff and, like, n- nothing, like, 
to nothing that no virtual reality that you really want to make your reality so much you know what i mean so yeah for I, haven't, sure. I haven't really i really dove too far into that but i mean it is interesting and obviously it's something we most kids fucking have thought about or you know dreamed about even i'm sure like as far as like gameplay you know uh for any video game head out there so it's super fucking interesting it's cool i'm it's exciting to think or it's exciting i'm excited to see like what they what they can do with that um but yeah i don't really have any i haven't really messed with it too much myself to be honest i've done it like a couple times uh so i'm a like a huge fan of disneyland and and yeah uh, yeah, um, yeah. You, you follow me on Instagram, so I'm sure you see. Yeah, I was my... gonna say. I know. Yeah, you're a Disney head for sure. That's cool. Um, so in down, downtown Disney, they have this uh, VR experience called the Void, and it's like some uh, Star Wars experience, which is um, honestly pretty cool. It's probably the most advanced um, VR thing that I've experienced. But yeah, well, they got the they got the budget. Yeah, oh yeah they have like infinite money yeah but um, not to not to mention they have some of the best fucking you know movie franchises and fucking you know just the best some of the best content to work with so i mean what they could do i'm sure would be mind-blowing yeah but um wait what was i saying uh oh my my biggest issue with vr always is um I don't know why, but I always get weirded out that like I can see my arms, but I, I can't see my legs. Yeah, and that would be a trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I I spend so much time like during the experience, like like you know feeling like I'm missing like half my body because <laughs> like obviously you, you can feel yourself walking around, but it's just like I can't see them, and I. I from like the multiple VR experiences that I've had, I just have never been able to get over that. Like I, I know I'm supposed to like suspend like some belief, but yeah. I, I just can't get over that. See, it just really see, bothers that's me. What I'm saying once they start developing like you know the other half, and once you get your legs back, <laughs> then then it'll be exactly what you were dreaming of. You know what I mean? Um, have you ever seen uh, that movie Ready Player One? Yeah, I actually just watched that. Uh, I want to say like a couple weeks ago. Okay, pretty, so pretty good movie. I have the book in my in my room. I haven't I haven't broken into it yet though. Um, yeah, I I heard the book is really good as well. Yeah, I heard it's kind of the same situation as most books that are uh, made into movies. And I know that the book, or at least I know the movie, leaves out a lot of good stuff. And there's uh, some more. Uh, key parts that are kind of left out so i'm excited to, to dig into it myself yeah the reason why i brought up uh, ready player one is because their experience that's the kind of experience i hope um uh is available in the future yeah now that see that's that stuff's always real interesting to me but i feel like it's like one of those things that it's just like it could it could become too much of a good thing, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta you gotta kind of be wary of uh, the line that's drawn as far as the entertainment that you you know take advantage of and what exactly it says about you. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's, easy, it's easy to it's easy to lose yourself in things that you know aren't necessarily real or can act as like a crutch to reality. Yeah, 
uh years ago i went through like a like a bad breakup whatever i'm over it now but um i, I used to play uh, world of warcraft have you ever heard of it yeah of course yeah. <laughs> okay all right just making sure um so i went through like this uh bad breakup and uh t- to fill my time because like uh at the time i was like you know super into the relationship uh didn't really talk to my friends anymore um bad move on my part but um after the relationship was over i didn't really fit into anybody's lives anymore because you know everybody's in like in routines and i'm just kind of trying to figure out where i fit in so to fill my time i actually um joined one of my buddies uh world warcraft guilds and like i was like i I swear i was like addicted because like that's all i wanted to to do i didn't really want to do anything else and like yeah like just just a really it's a, it's a it's always going to be the same you know it's 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 something that you can rely on it's an outlet that's that you know even though there's it, it has its own boundaries you know exactly what to expect and it's nothing that you can't control you know and those are the things that I'm like well, that's what I what I meant like when I said that was just you know it's easy to fall into those things and just kind of like let them kind of take over just because you know that it's sound you know and that, and that it's not going to you know do any it's not going to have any negative like fallback you know in reality you know yeah just as long as i uh, still show up for work yeah but see that's that but when you're in that mindset it's just like it, it can be it becomes kind of crippling and then you start questioning like that's when you're just like well am i playing this too much like is this a, you know it might it's just like like you said like it's it can become like an addictive thing just like anything else like it can become a crutch like smoking and drinking and everything. Not saying that video games are like, you know, obviously they're not of the same evils or anything. And those things aren't even necessarily evil. But you know what I mean? Like it, it can become something that's just as easy to, to fall on when you're in times of distress, you know? Yeah. They're, like I was like super into it and I have to credit um, my uh, graphics card actually died um, and I, I credit that for me being able to stop playing as much because right. um, my video card died and I don't want to spend another like thousand dollars on like a good video card. And yeah. luckily that happened and I had just moved um, to Orange County. So like I just had to make like make this choice. I was like, all right, like I got to stop and try to get back like some sort of like social life because this yeah, might be like a problem yeah <laughs> no so. yeah no i know exactly what you mean that's honestly a lot of the reason why like i've found like over the last few years that i've kind of fallen out of like a lot of that stuff man like i love the idea of online gaming and like just the community base of it and just like how i don't know it's all fun you know and like i played i played like call of duty and stuff in high school and i remember like it being real fucking fun you'd have some of those nights were like some of the funniest like you know memories i have like just fucking around yep. with friends and just <laughs> party chat things. yeah exactly you know just surrounded by fucking mountain dew bottles and chips you know <laughs> like and uh yeah no it's it's all obviously it's all like it's all for the best but like i said it's just real easy to to find yourself on the other side of the line where it kind of becomes uh just a yeah like i said just a crutch like something to to ease your mind off of something else you know and uh 
obviously it's not like that for everybody and for everyone else that's fucking gaming shouts like do your thing but <laughs> for me it's real easy to to you know distract myself with something like that especially on the basis of entertainment um yeah so yeah not um, much of not much of a gamer but i but i do love skate (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah um i think i'm like getting old so i i it's hard for me to stay up late like all the time yeah, I'm getting real fucking tired too, man. <laughs> yeah, because um, obviously I, I have like uh, a full time job, and then on top of that, I'm trying to like run my website, and then yeah. try to stay up late and do all these other things. Is it's hard, and it's like for me, I'm like notorious. Like I can fall asleep anywhere I, if, if I can just get like slightly comfortable. It's like game over. Yeah, that's funny, man. That that used to be me, like like out of high school i remember like we'd always stay up like way too late hanging out with friends just kind of you know your first like couple years outside of your house outside of like you know your house or your parents house or whatever like and i remember yeah same thing man like I, <laughs> you're always just trying to keep up like just just thinking that something you're gonna you know something's going on that you want a part of and then <laughs> by the time you get to this age you're just like man like there's really nothing that's going to be keeping me up right now. <laughs> yeah, it's just like all I want is to just go home and just lay in bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it's such a trip because when we were at a younger age, like we just didn't want to be home. Yeah, no, that's that's yeah. I feel like I yeah, even for me, I, I feel like I spent so much time like trying to fill my time, you know, and now it's just like I got plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. how old are you by the way i don't think i've asked i'm i'm 24 okay uh, yeah pretty pretty young yeah and you're, you're you're still in your uh early 20s yep okay you gotta uh cherish those early years because yeah they're gonna I fly by like, yeah I definitely feel like uh, I've, yeah, I've definitely started taking that into account like more as I've gotten older. Just kind of realizing that you know, the the freedom that you have that's granted now, and just you know the youth and that that energy that you have like it isn't always. I mean, it's not that it's not always going to be the same, but with life like comes more responsibility and you take on more things and you know you. After a while, like yeah, sometimes there's just you got to start making a lot of changes to your routine and what what you have time for and what you don't, you know? Yeah. You got to find out, um, you, uh, you got to get your priorities in order. You yeah, find out yeah, like a, a lot of things actually, like actually don't matter. Yeah. Not well. Yeah, exactly. Like not even necessarily that they don't matter. It's just things that, you know, like aren't really proving for any like real growth or, you know, things that are going to, you know, set you up to succeed, I guess. Like I sound like a fucking motivational poster, but you know what <laughs> right. I'm saying? It's all right. It's all right. Somebody's going to um, hear this and uh, you're going to change their life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Start playing skate. Stop playing all the other video games to waste the time. I'm yeah. just playing. <laughs> no, we all, the whole world just has to um, uh, drop Fortnite and, email <laughs> ea we need a new skate yeah straight up well 
hopefully I, i'm sure uh okay you're, you're 24 i'm 29 i i think um if we live um i i think we'll live long enough to see another skate oh yeah i hope so man that would that really fucking piss me off if yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hopefully. That's probably that's that's probably the last game I'll play. Honestly, like I said, I've kind of fell out of video games at this point. It's kind of intimidating to pick them up again. But uh, same with like TV shows and everything else too, man. Like. It's hard to keep up with all that stuff, you know. I, I like applaud like the friends I have that are so on top of it while managing a job and music and other things. It kind of blows my mind. Like, but yeah, skate four. Skate four. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna take anything away from this podcast, it's that skate four needs to be made. Yeah, skate four, reigns supreme. That's the only game. <laughs> all right. I think we can end it there. I think that's um, uh, a good place. But actually, what, what am I talking about? Real quick. But before we end it, um, is there any like newer bands from your area that we should be listening to? Uh, from my area, uh, I know uh, a buddy of a friend of mine, Jordan. Uh, he played in a band called Reunion, and uh, which is a local band here. That was a pretty big deal for all of us, and. Uh, pretty much like is what kind of was the catalyst to like every other band starting and just everyone really starting to get out there. They're like one of the first bands I remember touring and like pretty much just kind of set the tone, like an example for all of us. Like, uh, he's got another band that he's actually doing with Kyle, um, from cool side initiate, um, and uh, Donnie from wise. And I know there's a couple other heads involved. Um, and it's called Apsara, and that's gonna be pretty fucking cool. Um, they actually played their first gig with at this uh, our last local show here, and it was a uh, kind of like a valley showcase of sorts, I guess. Uh, it was Distor, Control, Apsara, um, Wise played that as well, and uh, Cool Side was on the bill, but they didn't end up playing. But uh, yeah, anyway, Apsara, shout out to that band. I know they're gonna be recording a demo here pretty soon. And I know all the subject matter and uh, just the whole direction of the band is uh, really honest. And Jordan's probably one of the best writers that I've encountered. And, and I really admire him and everything that he writes. So definitely a band to look out for. And I feel like when it comes, you'll know, you know. Hell yeah, for sure. I'm sure. As soon as um, anything uh, gets recorded and posted, I'll definitely help spread the word. Yeah, please. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we finally end it? Uh, yeah. Shouts to Distort, Surge, Coolside, Colin Knight, Madison Ward, um, everybody that's you know been a part of this. Every one of my friends, they all they're all a part of the band just as much as the people that play the music, you know, everyone's an extension of it. Everyone shares the same feeling and, and, uh, the same consciousness for sure. So, um, shouts to everyone <laughs> and shouts to Jamie for fucking having me on here, man. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. No, thank you. It definitely means a lot that, um, you're willing. And after all the stuff that we went through, um, with the scheduling conflicts, um, that you're, uh, yeah, still, that you're still willing yeah. to come on. Let me touch down on that again real quick. Yeah, sorry about that, man. Fucking, like I was saying, like, 
I can't even play a fucking video game all the way through, let alone try. Apparently, I can't even manage to to be on time for a fucking interview. So, I, I appreciate it again. Thanks for thanks for being patient with me, man. I really means a lot. Yeah. All right, you're welcome. Everybody, go check out Control. It's uh, controlca.bandcamp.com. I'll link it in the show notes. Uh, appreciate all you guys listening and. Um, this has been another episode of the Jamie K podcast. Always on top. Listen to the store. Hell, it is. And I just want to see the light. Breathe in, leave it all behind. I just want to see the light. Even if it makes me blind, I just want to see the I just wanna see the light